Let's talk about the decoms. Let's talk about the D. Let's talk about the decoms. We're talking about the D. Hi, and welcome to Talk About the D, the DCOM podcast where we watch all DCOMs and see what they're about, or in my case, watch them for the first time and see if they're any good. I'm Emily Keane, and as always, I have my co-host Lizzie Gurman here. Hi, Lizzie. What's that sound that sounds, you're hearing? Sounds like some jingle bells. It sure does. And it's because this is our special holiday edition of Talking About the D. Where this time we're not actually talking about a DCOM, but a D theatrical release. A DTR. A DTR. A DTR. Santa Claus. Or a DTF. Disney theatrical film. Feature. Feature. There you go. We're going to if we ever run out of DCOMs and we do change it, we will call it the, the DTF podcast. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, since there are only two uh, Christmas DCOMs, and we've, we did one, and the other one is our famous Lost episode, mm-hmm. which who knows if we'll ever actually release that. Yeah. Uh, probably not, but because <laughs> um, it sounded it terrible. It sounds really bad. But so we've watched all of the... Yeah. Christmas D comes. So we figured, you know, it's Christmas time. It's the holiday season. We'll do something a little bit, a little, something that people have probably actually seen. Right, right. And a little more festive. That's, that people and not, will, you know, soul enjoy. destroying like Twas the Night. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think about Twas the Night often, unfortunately. That's, that's sad for you. Yeah, I don't like it, but. I just, oh, as yeah. as how much I didn't enjoy it, I guess. Mm. Um, but the Santa Claus, we're here. Doing the Santa Claus. We're going to do the Santa Claus. Merry it's, Christmas. Tim Allen classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just me and Lizzie. Yep. Celebrating. You having a, having a good time. Yep. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I hope you have your hot cocoa and or your eggnog. Whatever some gingerbread something. Aww, some gingerbread things would be lovely. If you're in Australia, get out a mince pie. Mm-hmm. Love it. Keen made mince pies for us last year. I did. They were good. They were delicious. They're almost too spicy for me. Really? Yeah. I think I did put a lot of ginger in that batch. Yes, I think specifically the that, ginger. Yeah, that was too much for me. <laughs> it was a little tester. They, it's, they <laughs> smelled beautiful, though. I mean, they tasted really good, especially yeah, the I first like some, couple bites. I put in some like crystallized ginger or something, and it yes, was that's it was a it was. real burn <laughs> from the ginger. Gingerly, well, deceptively we're sure, spicy. I'm certainly from a part of the country where we use a tight, the smallest amount of ginger possible at all costs. Ginger is very spicy. Yeah, like if it's if it's in a more raw state and hasn't been sweetened right. or cooked out. Yes. It is very spicy. Yeah, I mean, it was one of the spices they picked up from. Yeah, if fr- you ate a bit of raw ginger, it's going to burn just as much as a chili. Yeah, like, I mean, it cleans. It's for sinus. You know, it's really mm-hmm. good for sinuses. It's good. And yeah. It's kind of like horseradish. Right. It's another root. Mm-hmm. Jeez, the dogs are really good. Oh, my gosh. What's that other dog's name? What's the uh, smaller dog's Mariah? name? Mariah. Mariah. Mariah's losing her mind. Wow. What do you think it is? I don't know. I think it's a person. Mailman or something. Yeah. That's usually what it is. Could be, yeah. <laughs> Poor Mariah. Um, anyway. <laughs> moving on. We, yeah, we watched the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, 
This is, I have quite a lineup of Christmas movies that I watch every year, and this is one of them. Uh-huh. I usually try to do it a little earlier in the season. Sure. Why? Uh, you do you do this movie earlier in the season? I do this movie. I probably do Home Alone a little earlier. Okay. This, by the season, I mean December. Sure. I really try not to do anything before December. Yeah. Because otherwise I get a little burnt out on Christmas otherwise. Yeah. I, I love it desperately mm-hmm. but i can't do it for more than a month mm-hmm. or i will get burnt out i think a month um, is a very fair and very I good i think so especially yeah. when it's things that i do every year yes because it's, it's going to come around again in 11 months it's like i don't want to use it too much otherwise i'll get sick of it yeah yeah that's that's pretty like smart if i start playing my christmas playlist which i often do end up playing it early in december of course I'll yeah be sick of it well, the weeks, so. the radio station here does Christmas starting at about November fifteenth. <laughs> so, which for us is very funny because of our Thanksgiving. So it feels yeah, because here it's more like as soon as Thanksgiving is over, it's like mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah, but there's a lot of especially I feel in these later years like push to expand the season. Like Lifetime is already doing Christmas movies. It's because they want you to start buying Christmas presents earlier, as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's definitely because we don't have Thanksgiving in Australia. Mm-hmm. It start like they'll yeah. start putting it out probably in October now. That makes people yes. always get really pissed off at how early they right. start um, putting up yeah. Christmas stuff. Yeah. Well, um, and we we only we would be stymied more if there wasn't an intermediary between Halloween, which is a huge decoration, mm-hmm. and like um, commercial holiday, and then Christmas, which yeah. is the other big because you sort holiday. of have one. One a month for three for, months for the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then four when you can. Well, um, obviously New Year's is immediately New after. New Year's, and then I guess not long after that is sort of Valentine's Day. Yeah. So gosh, like and of, that's a huge commercial holiday. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving is not so much because it's there's no commercial. there's no present expectation and there is you are you are getting food there's a food element but even even thing even halloween has a costume element and then a candy element there's no meal there's something to buy other than just food yeah whereas whereas thanksgiving still to this thankfully is still like a family-oriented food meal-based holiday i feel like also i mean obviously you can but there's a little bit less of a decoration element that's as well 100 percent true yes it's it's like you, it's yeah. just sort of a general fall yeah decorations maybe turkey something exactly yeah like, thanks uh, christmas might be kind of like that because uh, but there's the tree like there are there are the some tree and stockings lights, and tinsel, lights yeah you're right you're right there's stuff. just as much there's a lot like, yeah Whereas there doesn't have to, you don't have to have a single. I would say if you are celebrating Halloween or Christmas without decorations, it would feel very strange. Yeah. Whereas you don't have to have a single Thanksgiving decoration. No, you just get a turkey. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. You cook the hell out of it. Yeah, I don't know maybe how. Have a pie. Yeah, and a pie. <laughs> it's very easy to cook the hell out of a turkey. Right. <laughs> um, exactly. So that the upshot of this being. Um, yeah, the Chris, Christmas. We are. Um, I think. I think the United States would go even more. I mean, we are the day, but yeah. every every single thing is the day after Thanksgiving, and I do think they're yeah. capitalizing. They're like, we want people in the in the, the mood Friday to celebrate. Sales. So there's Black Friday, exactly, which obviously that's for like Christmas, mm-hmm. but also just 
every every network is going to start showing Christmas stuff the day well, and the after. The Thanksgiving parade is very Christmassy. And mm. ends with Santa. It is. It like, is. It's so Christmassy. I f- like I, in Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the whole thing starts with Thanksgiving and yeah. goes up to Christmas. Yes. Like, yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, we've had this, it's just our, I don't know the history of why we celebrate Thanksgiving when we do, because I don't think there's, I don't know if it's based on historical. I don't know, because the Canadian one is. In October. October, yeah. It's mid-October. Um, I suspect, I don't know when the pilgrims came over, I guess. Well, I guess it's, it's because, so the Thanksgiving, theoretically, I don't know the historical. Well, it's different every year as well. It is. It's it's celebrating. I think it's celebrating the fact that the pilgrims didn't know how to fucking eat anything. They didn't know how to grow anything, and the Native so they had to Americans. Share with the yeah, they t- basically took pity on them and helped and and fed them, gave them crops. <sighs> you know, naive. And then they probably killed. Them naive. All. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think did teach them a a great deal about um how to how to grow I mean, our crop. You know, crops. It is that very would grow American. Here like lo- local foods it's yes a turkey and mm-hmm. yams mm-hmm. and that kind of thing corn which we gr- corn. which we grow a lot of here um and and some i don't think there was any bread because you they didn't have bread making um abilities at the but like gourds and stuff they ate right yeah they pumpkins. yeah and and they probably did most cultures have some sort of bread that they make I um, think that they did, but I don't. I think the pilgrims were so like, um, I li- I mean literal pilgrims, by the way. Well, the pilgrims would not. I mean, no, the yes. Native Americans would have had a bread. I think that they. Yes. I, oh my God. Um, yes. Yeah. No, but the pilgrims didn't have shit. Right. <laughs> bread just and because they bread weren't takes farmers. Yeah. So. Yeah. All those other things are like vegetables, things that you can like. You can just grab. You and can just eat. grab and 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 cook, whereas yeah. bread requires a process. Yes. You have to make flour. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm kind of talking out of my ass right now, but I do think that the traditional that sounds about right. Thank you. I think the traditional food is is a lot of vegetables, and then um, I think the turkey as a, that's an American yeah um, bird, you know. But that is Thanksgiving, and oh, sorry, that's it's now, it's now December. <laughs> Jesus, so. yes. So it's. Just hope December. you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Me too. Um, yes. Um, but this is about Christmas. It's about Christmas. Um, it's about Santa. It is the Santa Claus, <laughs> the a sa- name that I did not understand was spelled differently to regular Santa Claus until mm-hmm. I was well into my adulthood. <laughs> like, I just. Uh, the Santa Claus, like you think the I I truly believe the the guy who came up with the I don't know who wrote it I didn't look I look up I looked up the uh, director but not the writers or the studio executive you know who, who you know who came up with this you think that he thought that up and he like a bolt of lightning it came out of the sky and he bought himself like a Rolex because he was like I'm gonna make so much goddamn money off of this <laughs> probably. It was written by Leo Benvenuti and Steve Rudnick, who are a writing team. Good for them. Who also wrote Space Jam. Oh, my God. As well as the two sequels to The Santa Claus. Okay. um, And a number of episodes of TV, it would seem. Okay. But really, the Santa Claus movies and Space Jam. I would say they were able to retire on those. Their (laughs) main, probably. Um, 
Those are their main credits. I just have to believe that whoever, I yeah, because they probably didn't write it on spec. I just have to believe that the person who came up with the idea was like, this is literal genius. The Santa clause. A clause yeah. about being Santa. Like, it's like, just. So smart. It's oh, so, it just can comes. You even imagine. Together so easily. Oh, this movie came out on my third birthday. Oh there my go. God. What, what day november 11th 1994 interesting they released it in november okay yeah yep, they got it in early mm-hmm. um 94 i feel like november is pretty common for a christmas release mid-november yeah because then you get the thanksgiving crowd absolutely as well as all the december yes mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, so yes this is for those that don't know a real tim allen vehicle from the tim allen vehicle that's not home improvement pretty much yeah yeah this is one of his big movies Mm -hmm. um he was the on top of the world i think at this like this was he was very big at this time Mm -hmm. like he would have been a real draw yeah to come because there's not really any other he is the draw like there's no other names in this i don't think judge reinhold was that Uh, i mean people would have known judge reinhold would they have he was in a lot of stuff in the 80s okay coming into like yeah he was in old beverly hills cop movies and that was in the 80s you're right you're right i'm sorry you're exactly right but the late the um i forget who plays the mom she i don't think she was much of a known i think she's canadian did i make that up laura uh yeah canadian actress okay um let's see she yeah she's she's, had a very modest career right she's in all of the santa claus movies yes she's she's still working she was in that on the basis of sex the rbg movie yes um she was in room she was in room Mm mm-hmm Okay, she was on On the Basis of Sex. That was very recent. That was a very recent movie. Okay. Most of these other movies I'm not too familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then TV. She's still doing TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly Canadian stuff, it looks yeah. like. I got yeah. her mixed up with Jessica or whoever it was, the lady from Smart House, because they're both oh, Canadian and they're both doing Canadian television. Okay. Um, There's David Crumholtz, who probably isn't that well known at this point he was also in 10 things i hate about you i yes very famously um not that long after this right no that was well five years later okay five years okay so he was uh let's see he was like 16 in this movie. Was he? Okay. That's actually younger than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was born in 78, so that's like 16. Yeah. So then he would have been about 21 when he did 10 Things yeah. I Hate About You. Okay. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah. I guess he just seemed a little older, but... His, his voice is... Maybe it's because he has the deeper voice has, by then. Yeah, so yeah. I guess his voice had broken... Yeah, exactly. And, he's and he playing, was surrounded by children, so he like seems really a lot older. Little, yeah. Like really little, like little, little Real kids. Real little kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was so impressed with um, Judy the Elf. I think she's like one of my favorite characters, probably. And um, she doesn't have any credits. No, she doesn't. She just like, 
Well, I mean, that happens a lot with yeah and i'm happy i'm happy if she didn't want to do anymore but i just like she's she's really cute like i would she has a great presence and i just think she she does she's really good in this i mean most of the kids are yeah they're all they're all very yeah i mean they had it was a feature film they had their pick of many very talented kids judy also has this like very she's like got a very angelic like perfect elf she does face that was some exceptional costume yeah it really was <laughs> like she looks um, like she should have pointy ears she just you know like if yeah, she has yeah. normal ears i'm confused i love the bit at the very end when all the elves pop up at the house to mm-hmm. like watch him fly away yeah. and they're all they all just look like regular kids but then they've got <laughs> the pointy ears very prominently i know and i'm just like Someone else would have noticed these kids have all got fucking weird pointy ears. Or, but I guess it doesn't matter because all those people are watching Santa Claus fly away. So but also, it like, was matter. there no adult that was just like, who is the parent of all of these random children? Like, yeah, um, somebody was watching Santa Claus yeah. fly away. Um, I don't want to recap Santa the Santa Claus because I feel like people feel like who are listening know what's going on in this. If movie. you don't, you should watch this movie. It's it is a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of some parts haven't held up, but for the most part, it does. Mostly Tim Allen's jokes haven't held up. What what in particular are you remembering? Uh, let's see. There's a lot of like fat shaming in this movie. Yeah. Um, which isn't actually Tim Allen. It's often being yeah. pointed at Tim Allen right. after he starts becoming like Santa. Yeah. Um, yeah. The part where um. It is, it is funny how this hasn't aged at all. Like, your boss being like, why have you put on all this weight? Is yeah. like, uh, you can't, like, I'm I'm going to bring HR, like, I'm going to tell HR that you asked me, you know, you can't I mean, ask people that. Because it could in, be a hell, it could be, it's a condition. You well, could have lupus. In that, in that guy's defense, he is like, you should see a doctor. Yeah. Because it does, I think it is meant to be like, the next day. I know, yeah. He suddenly put on yeah. 50 pounds. Yeah. And that would be very concerning. Yeah. If you'd somehow gone mm-hmm. from like a fairly slender man yeah. to a much bigger man in a day. Yeah. That would be like, what yeah. happened? Like, I think you could still argue, I agree with you. I think that the way he does it is not very sensitive. I agree. <laughs> I think. Like and, calling him out in front of all of his And coworkers. the way that after he orders all of his various sweets for lunch, the rest of them are like bee stings. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Like, yeah. But again, I'm like, I think he is meant to have put on all this weight in, a in day. like a day or, yeah. or a couple of days. Yeah. And that's not physically possible right. to right. gain that much weight that quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even if you nonstop ate for three days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. When you put, when you, yeah. And he says he gains 45 pounds in um, a week. I think it was a week. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. that's very fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that his doctor is like, I don't know what's wrong. I'm I know like, this man is a and medical the doctor oddity. Makes a joke about you should diet. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow. And also the hair growth thing. When he says that, I'm like, I would say I would admit that man to the hospital, and I would say yeah. that he has a, a an insane hormone imbalance that he having needs gained to be- 45 pounds in a week. And yes, the fact that you shave and then immediately regrow a beard. Yeah, that is like. This has never happened in the history of medicine. Yeah. We need to study this man. <laughs> this um, man is, needs to be in a laboratory. I'm just like, what? Yeah. 
Like and the I, weight, you could maybe yeah. find something for that. But the right. hair, the hair yeah. is definitely like, you know. And I can't remember. I guess I'm kind of confused thinking about it. I wasn't like, I was so engaged in the movie, I wasn't thinking about it at the time. But doesn't he understand he's becoming Santa Claus? Like, why does he go to the doctor? I think because he's had, he gets the entire year to have this transition. Yeah. I think part of him is not realizing that that's what's happening but over takes, time i think charlie understands that but yeah. he is in denial that all of that stuff happened yeah yeah i think it's i totally believe it when he goes to the doctor but i do think that maybe he's not in denial i think when he gets the list it's like i think at that point i was confused i'm like how can you how can you be in denial at that point about what's happening at that point you? i don't think he's in denial about what's happening uh-huh. i think it's he doesn't want it yeah he doesn't want to be santa yeah he knows what's happening yeah yeah um and so he's just like yeah i don't i don't want that take it back i do love that they made a decision that he dresses in red and green the more santa-y he becomes Mm -hmm. and i like that because i think the implication is that scott is like not even in control anymore like he's just yeah that's Mm -hmm. kind of what they imply when he's um criticizing that guy about the tank um the tank toy and even though scott is like that's really early on in scott's um transition to becoming santa Mm -hmm. claus he still is like unable to brain yeah is switching so he's fighting between his old self and his new existence yeah but there is a niceness to the idea that even this fairly unkind man beforehand can't fight it. He's going to become a nice, uh, kind Santa. Mm-hmm. So that this clause means that everyone will who gets it will become a good person, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's a sort of argument. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He, he does have a real arc in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He's a real asshole to start. I, what I did like about, what I liked about this movie what I like about it is that um, it, again, it puts the, you know, in other similar movies, it's like the mom's new boyfriend is the asshole and Mm -hmm. Scott, the Scott character is the true, like really deserves and they should be together. And like, like in a, um, um, miss, um, oh my God, Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. Except he's not. Pierce he's not an, isn't asshole. an asshole. No. Yeah, that was. I was actually thinking about that, and then I was like, actually, that's not a good example. But of I'm. It. I know what you mean, though, and that I also can't think of an example right now. But yeah. there definitely is a storyline like that where it's sort of it's bringing them back together. Yeah. Because she doesn't but end up. I does mean, she end up with Pierce Brosnan at the end of Mrs. Doubtfire, or does she end up with? No, but she doesn't end up with Robin Williams either. She she breaks up with Pierce Brosnan's character. I don't remember. Or maybe, she, or maybe she doesn't. Can I look it up really fast? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to prove my... It's either going to prove or disprove my point. Yeah. Because I... So here's the deal. In Mrs. Doubtfire, I think... I think Robin Williams' character wants Pierce Brosnan's character to be... Um, to be an asshole. To be an asshole. And, and then he, he overhears him talking about, like... How he really loves her. How he really and he loves yes, the kids. exactly. He thinks they're great. Yes, yeah. and it, it enrages Robin Williams' character even yeah. more. Um, from the looks of things, I think that's actually left up in the air. Yeah, they don't say whether she goes with Stu, but right. the thing is more that they agree to 
custody to, mm-hmm. to join custody yes so yeah um but that's a different movie. yes <laughs> <laughs> anyway um just in another movie it would have been that um neil is a dick like yes. is like a, just a total dick and and the santa claus you know and it's supposed to be about but that's not the point of this movie the point is is that tim allen's character really is yeah, I mean, really? some, some parts of Neil are a dick. Oh, yes. But on but the he, whole, he is a mature, uh, nice person who is very nice yeah. to Charlie. Which is the, the that's and, the, yeah. that's he's the a, breaking He's a better point. dad. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the fact that Charlie is not like, ex, like, Charlie is like, I want to go back with mom. Neil listens to me. Like, the fact that Charlie right. likes yeah. Neil is a big deal. On that first Christmas Eve. Yeah. Where Charlie is like you have to come pick me up like, like straight away yeah and then yeah he's like neil listens to me mm-hmm. and teaches me things yeah so i did um, like though that like that this wasn't a kind of movie where tim allen is trying but he is impatient he can be impatient but he's like he's not tim allen is obviously very he's, difficult but he's he's he cares about charlie he does care about Charlie. There's yeah. definitely... And he, he goes out of his way to do things for yes. him. It's obvious that he does very much love his son and wants his son to be... Like, I think yeah. it pains him when he overhears that Charlie wants to go back with the mom, yeah. like, as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he tries to put... You know, it's about... It's like his in, it's like his incompetence is funny about, like, making the turkey, for yes. example. But he's the fact that he's trying to do that, and he takes him to Denny's, But he's you know? also obviously quite selfish in like you know when he calls to say he's running late yeah. and he's lying yeah about exactly. why and he like didn't have he like he like opens the cookbook and he's like four hours like yeah. he didn't even look at what Which, it was gonna like, take so i was watching it this time what time do we think he got home late like probably like eight yeah let's say eight yeah. So when by the time he's burnt the turkey, I what know. time is it? I know, like midnight. Yeah, and I'm. Um, but it can't be because there's so many people at. Or is the implication that he jacked the temperature up to try and get it to cook faster, so it's actually only been like an hour. That could be it. And then they, that's probably. I would it. never know. I would never know that until you brought that up. But that could. That's probably exactly what it is. Because otherwise, to burn it, he would have had to leave it in there for like six hours. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Um, no, he probably thought he. So he could probably cook did jack faster. up the temperature. Okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> can we use that honestly, logic? really good. Because otherwise, good I was thinking. like, is it midnight? Yeah. And there's at, no. There's yeah. They're at Denny's, like, <laughs> along with these other parents who, for some reason, are at midnight with their. Well, it was all the other single, the dads single dads who yes. have also burnt the turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like Chinese businessmen who are Chinese businessmen who are oddly having <laughs> a business dinner at Denny's at on, on Christmas Eve. Like, I mean, maybe I don't know. That didn't make sense either. <laughs> I mean, yes, a lot of Chinese people do not celebrate Christmas, mm. but they're also in America, so yeah. they're probably having business with Americans. Yeah, because they were actually Chinese and not yeah Chinese American. Chinese American. Like so, maybe they're all having dinner together because they all went over and, and nowhere's open or something. Yeah, maybe. I, and this takes place in um like a Chicago suburb. I don't know in if Chicago, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a fake. A I think it's called Lakeside. Christmas movies seem to be set in Chicago. I don't know whether that's just because they know it'll be 
cold and snowy there, whereas <sighs> it might not be in other places. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. Like, for a setting. Like, this was like, shot in Ontario. Like I'm sure you saw it was shot in Ontario. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I, mean, I think close. some of the snow is real. Not all of the snow is real, but I think some of the snow is real. Okay. There are shots that has so much snow in it for so far that I'm like, it would just not be practical to, like, include right. this shot. You, you want to go somewhere that's actually yes. snowy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes and sense. And I always love, I love to look at snow and see if it's real. Um, what is, there is a... I can't tell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the snow in this looked to me to be real. real. Not all okay. of it. The snow they interact with is not real, but there's a part where all the lawns, I mean, it's the whole block. Mm-hmm. And that snow looked pretty good to me. There may okay. have, I don't know if they put snow on top of snow. I mean, they probably would to make sure it looks really yeah. snowy. But um, but to me, this looked like, because the more perfect it looks, it's not the, it's not real. And the snow to me, and this looked imperfect, which to me is like, it looked fairly. It looked Interesting. good. Interesting. Um, probably asked this before, but does it snow in Missouri? Yes. Yes. Yes, okay. it does. Um, it snows leisurely later because it has to get very cold. And it's right. not cold enough by December usually to snow. I think that's a lot of places. Yeah. It doesn't really snow until January. Yeah, I don't think it will st- In October, I'm sorry, in, in um, Chicago, I just say random words. Sometimes I say October when I mean Chicago, for example. Yeah. In Chicago. Well, <laughs> Chicago's further north. It is, it is. So it gets, it gets very cold there. But again, it's like snow. You need a very specific, yeah. like, like, for it to be snowing because Minnesota it'll Christmas, snow so. um um Dakota the Dakotas it'll snow really early Chicago is not north enough for it to right. s- for it to snow that early usually it's just it is it is reasonable it is reasonable that it could snow that you could have a white Christmas right but the that that looked more like um and it's true it was shot in Canada because it's gonna there's gonna be snow there yeah, yeah. um m- most readily um Anyway, the point of this is that um, generally the snow looked um, pretty good. And there's a part when he's driving on a road that has like that's been plowed and has snow mm-hmm. on the sides. And that looked to me okay. correct. I think that's why I, I kind of responded to the movie like when he's in the car, the the windshield, the stuff on the windshield looks correct to me. It doesn't look like they've sprayed stuff on it. It looks the like it really does when you have ice on your windshield right. and then you have to scrape it off. Um hmm. Everything just looks, that's what's, it gives me like a good feeling when I watch it because it doesn't feel like fake right. in that sense. Yeah. Um, you don't feel cheated. I, I had like a wonderful tactile like memory of like being in a car when it's snowy, snowy. and cold and he has his gloves on even in the car because it's very cold, you know, even in your car. Right. Um, why do we start talking about the snow? What did I say about the snow? Just that it was filmed just, in Canada. Just that you you thought it looked good. <laughs> There's some parts like when they are at the North Pole that is obviously a set, yes. and the snow yes. that is coming down is obviously fake yes. snow, and you can tell because it doesn't. It just slides right off the sled. I don't think anyone has actually shot at the North Pole. <laughs> you don't think so. <laughs> Um, but I guess one of the things I liked about the movie in general is that the way it looks and feels in all of the exteriors feels very right for right. at least what I grew up in. Um, it looks Ooh, that's good. It looks yeah. cold when they go outside. It does. You know? It does look cold. I even, believe the even exteriors though, were exteriors. Even I, though Tim Allen goes out in his boxer shorts right? with a jacket, <laughs> which he must have been freezing. I know. That's actually... That was the one... When he goes out in that and he digs into the snow, like, that's when I was like, oh, that's not real snow. The stuff that he's right. touching is not real. Because and when Santa, like, falls into the snow, you can tell that's not real. Because you wouldn't just touch... 
in snow with your hands? I or? mean, you you would. He even goes. He even acts through it. He like he brushes it off really fast, like it's right. cold on his hands. Uh-huh. But you can just when it when he digs through it, it doesn't act like snow. It I acts see. like it acts like paper. Right. Right. Um, it acts like the fake stuff. Yeah. It just it just does. And guess what? Yeah. Nobody cares except some people <laughs> did you think in that bit when santa like falls into the snow and and it goes like no i was gonna say um he's sort of sunken into it and mm-hmm. he's got a glove out yeah and, and he, and he, and he, and he waves, waves. <laughs> and i was like that's kind of creepy i never really thought about that before but i think they do that because one thing that bothers me about this movie is nobody cares that Santa's dead. Yeah. The and elves that, just brush past that's it. That's the goodbye. Yeah, and that's the, like, he's waving bye to us because nobody else sees it. You know, the, yeah. the characters don't see it. It's to us. And it's for it's so that we know that he dies because then the suit is empty. Then the suit is empty <laughs> and you have to put it on. And yeah, it, it is. It's very much like the... The elves are just kind of like, oh, well, we've got a new Santa I now. I just can't believe it's it. Like, how often does this happen? Exactly. <laughs> because Santa, I think once you become Santa, you become, at, I mean, evidently not immortal, but I would think you would become immortal when you became Guess Santa. Guess not. I guess you can die and start a new Santa. Yeah, exactly. It started a new Santa. Well, that's, I guess, I think, I bet the scriptwriters in their heads were like, this has happened so many times, they just don't, they just don't care. I mean, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. But. Someone always puts the suit on. And then someone puts the suit on and they get a new Santa. But to me, I have always been bothered by the fact that nobody cares about. That's fair. Because it's still Santa. It's still Santa Claus, you know. He still has been doing Even Charlie doesn't seem to care that much. Yeah, I know. The old Santa is dead. Santa died. Santa died. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's, I mean, again, I don't want to pull it apart too much, but it is kind of funny that just like a simple, like how many times has he been stuck? First of all, why is he making all that noise? He is making a lot of noise. Because someone's going to catch him. And how is he so easily spooked? So easily spooked. Exactly. I I just, uh, those are the kinds of things that like, uh, it's a children's movie, so nobody cares. But yeah, I do. I'm like, that would ruin the Santa Claus premise. (laughs) Because the premise is so good, and obviously the movie is great. Because the movie does not live and die with the rules of the world. Even though I do appreciate that some rules they have ex- they explain because yeah. it's like they use it as evidence that um, Charlie knows. You know, remember when Judge mm-hmm. um, Neil is um, yeah is asking all these questions. I know. I, Charlie, I love that scene. Yeah. And Charlie just has an answer, perfect Every answer for all one. of them. Yep, yep. And asks Neil if he's seen a. A million dollars and that's what I like about even though Neil is like he's worried about Charlie he's worried about his mental health and he also he's never he's only mean to Charlie one time and it's when it's when Tim Allen shows up as like full Santa gear and they're like and they've already done the restraining order or whatever um or the the custody you Mm -hmm. know and Neil like takes Charlie by the shoulders and he's like he's not you know he's not Santa and Charlie's really upset Mm -hmm. That's the only time you see him be like cross. He's just, he's worried about Otherwise, uh, Yeah, you're right. Otherwise, he's really just sort of trying to explain yeah. and he doesn't just. And he's he has to be posited as the villain because he is indirect. Like we, because we have knowledge that they don't. So it's easier to be frustrated at, at yes. that character because we know these things. But if you well, weren't, you, you would do, be. For a story like this, you need that character to be the person that's. 
like you need the skeptic yes in these yeah. kind of movies mm-hmm. yeah to give that voice so that you can explain it to yeah. the whatever skeptic viewer is watching yes that's like mm, this is bullshit yeah like, yeah so that there's at least some explanation that can and, and that there are rational them. people in the world who yes. are are behaving rationally believing everything yeah and it of course provides a dramatic tension that is like yes. the, the tension is actually the tension between a parent and a step parent, but yes. it's pers- it's personified here, if you will, as um, well. That's what keeps it interesting for the adults. Yeah, that there is this real world mm-hmm. family issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the kids don't really care about that. Who are yeah. watching? They're just like on Charlie's side. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's. Go. I feel like again the the Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, this is. I would say that the Mrs. Doubtfire similarities are very mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Um, it seems like, I haven't seen family movies in a while, like live action family movies, right. but it did seem like at this time there was a lot of stuff coming out about like, I would call it a broke, divorced yeah. families. I don't want to call them broken, but like. No, I, th- I agree. And I mean, the and the idea of like the new parent. Yeah. Obviously being a, a source of tension and. Um, Which I mean. I feel it makes sense for the time because Mm -hmm. I'm sure that was a lot more common than it had been before in that sort of early to mid nineties time. Yeah. And, and it would have been like, I, I think a lot, there's a lot more Mm co-parenting these days that isn't as, you know, troublesome as, as these movies make it out where it's always a big fight between the new parent or, um, or, or not even parent, just like, boyfriend or whoever someone is dating Mm -hmm. and the old one yeah because those relationships clearly did not end well right like exactly um, exactly you know and i even think of like liar i think liar 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 for sure has mm -hmm. a kid in it it's not a family movie it's a pg-13 movie but it still has the same it's and it's like it can be a vehicle for comedians Mm -hmm. it's always comedians to like have a quasi-dramatic role yes. um that still is essentially a comedic role but it shows yeah. this other yeah i think i mean i don't know what movie came first but i would say that they are piggybacking off of each other in a pretty strong way i feel like they came out i think mrs doubtfire came has first. to be first i think it was 93 yeah and this is 94 wow one year apart yeah wow but i'm sure if i thought about it more i could think of other examples of very similar storylines <laughs> Sorry. That are mm-hmm. like really common. Yeah. Um, I, those are the three that I think that I've seen, you know? Yeah. Um, um, anyway. Yeah. It's an interesting way to present the story, certainly. I mean, it's the, the tension. I mean, it we is, just yeah. were talking about Smart House, which is like, that's one where there's no mom. I mean... The, it's such an easy thing to do, which is just like take a normal I mean, nuclear the, family and then remove yeah. an element of it or alter an element of it, and you have like a source of of tension. I mean, if you're looking at other Christmas movies like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, there isn't a dad in the picture; he's mm-hmm. dead. But yeah, there's a new potential parent yeah. coming in. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and well, Christmas is certainly <clears throat> about family. So you're it's about going family. to and the Santa thing also bring always brings out the skeptics and the non-skeptics. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's this pater- I would call him like a paternal figure. Yes. This this eternal 
Like, Scott gets really upset when he hears that Neil kind of explained that there isn't a Santa Claus yes. to Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think is funny because... Even though it's quite obvious that he doesn't really believe yeah. in Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I think that was a great moment that where the... Um, um, Scott has been kind of difficult. He's likable, but also difficult. You can tell he's a yes. difficult man to have a family with. So um, in that moment, he endears himself because instead of saying, instead of being the dick, which would be like, yeah, Charlie needs mm-hmm. to get over that. He's like, first of all, it's it's partly because it was Neil who did it, but it's also just the fact that he wants Charlie to like, that is the kind and right thing to do is like, let Charlie, like, you don't have to, it's yes. not your responsibility to break that to, to him. You know? Yeah. Nobody um, needs to tell anybody. There's no Santa Claus. They do a decent job of having enough things with Scott that are kind. Mm-hmm. That he's not just a complete, like, write-off asshole. Yeah. Like, um, like, there's obviously a lot of issues with him. Definitely as the movie goes on, he makes less snide remarks about things. Yeah. Because he gets more Santa-ish. Right. But, um, <laughs> so nicer. <true. laughs> Look, uh, even about Neil. Like. Right. Yeah, he's more, he's very patient. But, yeah, it is like, it's an interesting subject. I, I think I would be quite pissed off if the new... The yeah. stepdad told my son mm-hmm. that there wasn't a Santa. Yeah. Like, that's a conversation that you should be brought in on. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was right. I yeah. mean, Scott was absolutely that was right about that. Yeah. And did... Um, there was that really sad moment when Neil explains why. And it's like, because he wanted a weenie whistle when he was three. Yeah. And then he stopped believing. Yeah. And, um, What's the mom's name? Laura. Laura is like you were three. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, it's yeah, that's, yeah. You stopped believing at three. Yeah. Like that's usually when people first even know. Yeah, what it exactly. Is. Even because like most kids aren't aware enough until they're sort of two or three yeah. to to even know what Santa is. Yeah, like, yeah. You can barely. You have cognition, but it's you know I, it's hard to put those I'm thoughts like, together. Three honestly seems too young to I would have made it four be if able I had to written, make that connection yeah, yeah if I had written the script I know a four-year-old Just can make that connection year. but I don't like, think it, yeah you'd have to be a pretty smart three-year-old yeah I think so exceptionally smart yeah um but also because it's like how many Christmases have you had with Santa yeah to exactly even know, to even test it yet like I wasn't yeah. testing that until yeah <laughs> um I wasn't even thinking about it, really. Mm-hmm. You were just like, yeah, Santa brings the presents. It's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, it's chill. That's a great system. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, move, moving on. Yes. The part where um, they're having, like, the parents' career day yeah. at the school. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of my favorite lines in the movie. Uh-huh. Where um, that one kid says like you know it's stupid talking about elves or something and the teacher is like we don't say stupid and we don't say elves they're little people yeah and charlie's like but they really are elves Uh she's like whatever honey (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) that teacher's been in lots of stuff she's a character actress for sure i've seen her a bunch yeah yeah but that was just so funny yeah (laughs) tim Uh, allen has some good lines I can't remember a single one, but I feel like he has some good quips at Neil that I can't. He has fully some, remember. usually about his sweaters, yeah. which are pretty funny. 
Um, oh, there's that great part where Bernard's like, "Did we make this?" And he's looking at the tag. Yeah, on Neil's that, that was good. That's also, when very I, sweet. He's, they're making those like pita pockets. Yes, and, <laughs> and I just looked at it like. God, healthy food in the 90s is bland as shit. They're having it's like, got sprouts. It's just sprouts It's like and a pita. dry pita pocket yeah. with sprouts. And then they've got like tomato and lettuce and cucumber there. Yeah. And so it's just going to be a salad <laughs> pita pocket, probably without any dressing because everyone was obsessed with yeah. low fat back then. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, God. It would be the driest, most tasteless thing ever. <laughs> You can tell that, like, um, everything about their family. I mean, you can tell they are, like, I would call them for American, like, an upper an upper middle yes. class, like, very put together, very white collar family. Laura Neal's place is very, like, eating healthy and yeah. living well. Yes. And, like, and Scott's <laughs> house is a lot more, like bare bones i'm busy working he still though does he lives in like a nice you can tell it's like a bachelor it's yes. like a town home and he has nice things but it mm-hmm. is it is like he doesn't spend a lot of time no there. definitely not yeah it's, and and um, you know laura has like this very beautiful but like severe haircut mm-hmm. and her nails are always like manicured i just yes. noticed her nails are always manicured she just has they are just like put together does she work we do i don't do know we know that we have no, I don't think that, there's any evidence either yeah, way. We know that Neil's a psychiatrist, but I'm, yeah. I don't know if we get much. I get the impression that she does, to be honest. I would think so. I think that she has a But we never see her working or hear what she does. Right, yeah. It's not a, um. Yeah, they don't really. Because we never see, we it. only see um Scott at his job. We don't see Neil, like. No, we only know but we know works. that he is a psychiatrist because yeah. he it's, talks about it. And it's it. only because it's relevant to the plot. Like, we might yes. not know what Neil did if he That's was true. a dentist That's or something. True. Unless it was Scott used it as yeah. ammunition. Which I'm sure he would have. If, but, especially if he was um, a dentist, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, so, yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Um... I one of the thing one of the enduring things from this movie is the ELFS, which is the like effective liberating. I, I wrote it. I wrote it down. It's the effective liberating flight squad, which of course spells out elves. <laughs> which it should be elves. It should be elves, correct? <laughs> but I guess they needed flight in there, so they had to use elves. I can't believe or ELFS. As I they cannot all call believe it. that effective and liberating are the first two words. Like yeah. I just, I'm sure I they could have come up with something better than they that. Spent, they spent five minutes coming up yeah. with e, the E and the L. And I remember just thinking, like, how many times would they use this? But I suppose Santa gets in situations, perhaps. <laughs> but I'm still like, how many times in the yeah. know, hundreds of years that they've been working mm-hmm. have they actually been used? Yeah. And then, of course, Actually. when they're leaving and they all have to do a little flip before I know. they fly off. And it's just you like, this is useful, my, useless. My favorite probably single thing in the movie is where they do the, um, where they're all walking down the hallway and they do the dance. Yes. Yes. So unnecessary. But, so unnecessary. But so great. <laughs> that and when the ELFS arrive at the prison or the jail, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. And um the the guy's like what are you kids doing here uh-huh. and like we're not kids and like what are you then they're like elves with attitude I <laughs> and i was like that is the most 90s line ever it's, in a kids movie it's hard like, to hear yeah it's hard to hear because it's but that's so the goofy. kind of thing that would have been in yeah. every mid 
90s mm-hmm. thing. It's just like, yeah, we have attitude. <laughs> and that's hilarious. And, and that's like, hilarious. No. Yeah. Um, and it's the and it's the craziest thing <laughs> that we yeah. are are gonna be children, but also yeah. adults but at also the same time. Because we're elves. <laughs> we're and elves. we're gonna tie you up with ribbon. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, aren't that's... we the coolest? <laughs> like... Everything you're saying is exactly <laughs> correct. Like doubt like everything that's you're saying that's the kind of stuff that even as a kid in the 90s i would watch and be like they're trying too hard, trying very hard. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's why it's so cringy you're like i feel bad for that actor like because that poor at the time i was like all the disney exactly like, this is hilarious <laughs> and the kids watching would be like yeah that's no yeah i do wonder if like like, the uh the four-year-old i babysit would be like we're elves with attitude like would be no i don't think we ever i don't remember like that's the thing that everybody quoted yeah i remember watching it and being like they're they're friends of like ninjago which is actually fairly hilarious right yes yeah Kids have a pretty good barrier of they what do, is yeah, good, and, like yeah. in terms of comedy, but and yeah. adults are very bad at making comedy for kids. For kids, because yeah. <laughs> um, all the all the adult jokes in this not adult like ribald 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 you know, ribald. Thank yeah. you. There's no like none of that really um, in this movie, but the the I do feel like the the um, jokes that Tim Allen makes are funny, and I do think I do think he was like. I obviously, like, take issue with a lot of Tim Allen, like, of his politics, obviously, but... I, I have a big problem with Tim Allen as a person. As a person, yes. But at this time, no one cared about that. Yep. And or really knew, or knew. that... Um, I don't think... Yeah, exactly. He was just... Um, he was just I mean, the really irony funny. is always that the man was in prison for, like, drug charges for a few years. Right. And then he and was... And then came out and became a big comedian and then somehow became a big family comedy I feel the person. same way about Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah. Like, it's wild. That, would Eddie he Murphy know that like he was... He used to be, like, the dirtiest comedian. Yeah. He was... He was... um And just so... Yeah, and just, like, the stuff that came out of his mouth was so edgy for the time. Mm-hmm. And then, in, you know, he was in, like, the Haunted Mansion movie. You know? Yeah. Like... He He's does a full family daddy daycare. And... I mean, it's definitely that thing of like, I don't know if this is true of Tim Allen, but for Eddie Murphy, I feel like it's that thing of when actors have kids mm-hmm. and then once they've had kids, they suddenly want to make stuff that their kids could watch. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. That's, that's definitely a thing that happens with a lot of actors. And we know Eddie Murphy has a lot of kids. He has a lot of kids. <laughs> From several mothers. From several <laughs> Um But I think that's it. It's like, Mm-hmm. Whether it's stuff that you want your kids to watch, or whether it's that now that you have kids, you're watching more of that content, yeah. and so you're more you interested wanna, in it, yeah, yeah. Um, and you realize that there's a there's an opening for me, yes, in that in you that. Could do that mm-hmm. um, yeah, like most actors who suddenly start doing kids stuff, that's usually what has happened, yeah. And directors too. Mm-hmm. Um, you're exactly, uh, yeah. That's that's a very yeah. good point. Um, and he's. Tim Allen, obviously, and he's. I was just thinking there are some parts of it where he play, employs some like physical humor, like when he's looking through the magnifying glass, reading the claws. I love that. And bit. he's and, and his, his face, face is all just like what? crazy. Oh. Yeah, I just think it's like, and he's just like mouthing out the words. Yes, that part he, is brilliant. He's really funny. I love it. Oh, Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear. He is. Yeah, 
That was the thing recently that he and Tom Hanks have been doing interviews for Toy Story 4. Mm -hmm. And, like, Tom Hanks is hip with new stuff and very liberal. Yeah. And Tim Allen is kind of a dick. Famously, And very Republican. Yeah. And so there's some clash. (laughs) It's mostly just Tim Allen being an old man. Yeah. And Tom Hanks not being an old man. Yeah, yeah. Despite the fact they're probably about the same age. Yeah, exactly. um, And they're just... um, Tim Allen like for it's hard yeah it is hard for me but god damn it like he is funny like he is he's funny in this he's funny in Toy Story he Mm -hmm. has he's unfortunately he's very he's a talented guy and he is yeah god and he does do this great like like when he becomes Santa you're like that the wonderful scene that like totally shouldn't work but totally does where she's looking at him and she's like oh my god you're Santa Santa." and then even 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 Neil Santa it shouldn't work, but he looks so perfect. He does. He looks exactly like the standard image. Of Santa, they've just. And did like, you notice they gave him contacts? They lightened his eyes. I didn't notice. He that. has dark. I believe his his natural eyes are a darker oh. blue, and he has like clear, like crystal like blue, light blue, light blue eyes. I I don't know they why really I noticed do make that. Him the picture, the like the classic Coca Cola. Yes, Coke, exactly, exactly. Like, and he um, just has this. He just has this serene, this very calming like presence yes. within as he plays the role. That is very cute. Yeah. And even when he's cracking jokes, like he's talking about not falling off the roof, it's he's it's still very. I think sweet. that's why this movie still holds up for me, mm-hmm. even though it shouldn't. Yeah. A lot of it feels very 90s yeah yeah um, but there is just that real nice kindness in the santa representation that mm-hmm. they end up with mm-hmm. that i think still holds up totally there's no hint of irony in this movie i think this is why people yes. like i think i think elf is the same way it's slightly ironic like will ferrell knows he is it's slightly but silly. on the whole it's it's trying it's so to... sweet yeah it's, it's not cynical yeah it's not cynical and yeah. that is the key yeah yeah you can't approach a christmas movie with cynicism mm-hmm. or people are gonna see it a mile away and it's gonna suck yeah like i think that's i personally think that's why um a christmas story can be divisive because a lot mm-hmm. of people really obviously tbs does 24 hours of yeah. it but it feels slightly it's a, it's very sweet at the end but it also feels almost a little bit cynical because it's the guy narrating what this christmas right. is like um i do think that's why like i don't i don't take to it as fast i can take to it i started taking to it as i grew up I agree. I didn't see it until much later because mm-hmm. that wasn't really a movie that ever played in Australia. It's so American. Uh, yeah. It's so quintessentially because he, he, they're from Indiana. Yeah. Like it's about being in Indiana in winter. I think the first time I watched it, which would have been when I was probably in my early twenties, mm-hmm. um, I, I think I liked it. I didn't really love it. And then yeah. the more I've seen it, the more I like it. Maybe just because I'm aging mm-hmm. and I connect with the adults. Yeah. Um, the parents are very relatable in that Absolutely. Movie. And it's, you know what it is, is it's much, because that, the guy who wrote it wrote memoirs in general yeah, yeah. about growing up in the 50s and 60s. This was in, in the 30s, it's set. It's set in the it's 30s? set in the 30s, yeah. Which I think is why it holds up, because it's that thing of whenever you set something in an older time, it's going to be more timeless because you've already set it in a time that isn't right now. I didn't realize it was set. No, it's set in the 30s. Before, oh my gosh. It's quite old. Oh my gosh, that's like completely 
wow. Like yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> like, I think it's the same as Gene Shepard. Gene Shepard, yes. I that's think exactly when they right. made that movie in the 80s, he was already quite old. Okay. Or much older because it's his memoirs of growing up in the 30s. Oh my gosh. So okay. So he was, what, like 12? Yeah, then? yeah. So. Yeah, okay. so he'd be like in his nineties now. I don't think he's still alive. Yeah. Though. Okay. But so so I guess he would have been in his sixties ish then. So that's not that old. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's set in the thirties. Yeah. In Indiana. Okay. Um okay. Well, gosh. That that's 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 just wild. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. But anyway, it's because it is it's part Christmas, but also part just commentary on his parents and mm. about how things were back then. And not all of it is Christmas. Yes, exactly. And it's also just like the tongue on the flagpole thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's about him like standing in line for the Red Rider BB gun. And like yeah. this, the mall Santa is like smells like alcohol and, and pushes yeah, him down the yeah. slide. It's it's quite cynical. It's it is but in also, some ways. But I feel like he is still very not cynical. no the character the character char- himself the character isn't it's about ralph and, and the mother um, is very yes nice. and even the dad it's about i mean it's about the complicated male figures we had right. yeah. who had like been through the first world war yes. in this case and we're trying to be fi- i mean his father is is relatively warm compared he to is. so many dads for that time very warm right right like he gets angry and stuff but mm. On the whole, he's quite kind to his sons. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it was normal to hit your kids back then. Yeah, very was, normal. Yeah, and he obviously doesn't do... I, I think that's... It's more of like an homage to the parents. Especially if you're living where they did, which I'm sure would have been sort of lower middle class. Exactly. Like, they didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's what's crazy. Like, this this was pre-GI Bill. This is pre... Now that I think yeah, about it, it's, yeah. like, before the boom. Well, it also would have been during the Depression. Exactly, yeah. So... Yeah, it's way before... It's so during people the... people really hated their kids because it was all of that extra expense mm-hmm. that made it much harder to live. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder if it's kind of late 30s because I don't get a super... I get a very... Um, working class vibe from it but not a super depressed like depression era vibe from it let's see please tell me because i am the the book was written in the 60s okay um and you know 30 years before and yeah um yeah gene shepherd was it says it hits when it's Ralphie was nine, and Jean Shepherd was nine in nineteen thirty. So yeah, it's set Good in Lord. the thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this yeah. is all to say that <laughs> back to Santa Claus. That the Santa Claus <laughs> holds up, holds up in the because it's, it lacks the cynicism, it's which so is very pure. key. And I think that's a lot of why I love Christmas stuff so much. Absolutely, it's because I'm not a cynical person mm-hmm. like many people are. Yeah, I would say most people are cynical. Yeah, I am an optimist, and I like things that are happy and optimistic. And Christmas movies, on the whole. Right. Uh, I would say even cynical people enjoy if they if they have the ability yes. to enjoy Christmas movies, they like them for the that exact reason. Like, it's you know, just unbridled. It, it's a wonderful life is an extremely positive, optimistic movie. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like this one, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, even The Grinch 
mm-hmm. has starts with a lot of cynicism and goes to a positive place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Mupp- I I always watch the Muppet Christmas Carol, but in general, the, the Christmas, Christmas Carol, Carol mm-hmm. is the same thing. It's yeah. an incredibly cynical, harsh man mm-hmm. who is forced to look at his ways and reassess and becomes a kind positive generous man and not to be simplistic about it but i do think that my my understanding is charles dickens had the biggest hand in making christmas about everything we're talking about with he did yes that book was instrumental in making christmas a lot bigger of a deal Mm -hmm. like it was i think it was always a holiday Mm -hmm. because it's a religious thing Mm -hmm. but he made it much more of the like thing that yeah. it is that it's the coming together and it's really like and it's about goodwill towards it's about men goodwill and it's the time to be kind right and all of that sort of stuff yeah that made it yes christmas became a much bigger deal after that mm-hmm. I, i'm not 100 percent sure when that book came out but it came out i think later than i expected it to have come out let's see I think about 150 years ago, but maybe... 1843. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what, like 170-ish years? Yes, because I keep keep counting from um, the year 2000 (laughs) instead of the year 2020. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... So he... Yeah, so pretty much since then it became a much bigger thing. And then Santa as we know it, is the Coca-Cola Santa. Right. Which started in the early 19th, mm-hmm. uh, 1900s, I think. Right, right. Um, like, there was the Father Christmas and St. Nicholas and those sort of things, but Santa Claus mm-hmm. is a 20th century yeah. thing Yeah, that was really invented by Coca-Cola to sell drinks. Drink. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, which... Is yeah, I mean, is cyn- or at least, somewhat cynical in itself, or at least the the red coat, right, white beard version that we always think of. Is well, the and um, Santa. um, and um, twas the night before yes. Christmas was also instrumental in shaping mm-hmm. the um, uh, what our what our perception of Santa is. I don't yes. think that it says that he wears a red coat in that. I think I do think specifically the red. Co- I I agree with you about Coca Cola. Yeah. Um, shaping the red coat, I think that, but I think everything else we know about St. Nicholas, the our, our icon for him with the beard and the yes. belly and like the boots and the hat. And so that poem and is he has from a sash. Around, around 1823 ish. So well, a little bit earlier. Than, how cool, even. Yeah. That's yeah. so interesting. So there's that. But then the Ru- way Rudolph that, mm-hmm. is from the 20th century. Right. That was a. Um, an invention by a department store. Really? They, yeah. They came up with the character and started doing it, and then they asked this guy to write of the song. a story on a song. Yeah. Um, it is funny how these various, like Christmas and Christmas am, as as a secular holiday, and Christmas as a religious holiday. Or like like the Charles mm. Dickens Christmas and then Santa were like these were two things that were running parallel yeah. to each other for so long. But and there is no Santa right. in a Christmas Carol. Right. There is no Christmas tree in mm-hmm. a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Those are all um, 
other things that came later. Right. Or at least to come into the vernacular of Christmas came later. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And so it's... Christmas as we know it is a very 20th century invention. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah. It, th which is very interesting because you'd think we would have carried certain things like the Christmas tree through the centuries because it has such ancient, uh, such an ancient base. But in reality, it was kind of, we talked about this with Halloween, didn't we? These well, like, I think it's also just like people didn't celebrate holidays in general mm -hmm. as much as they do in the past century. Yeah. Um, because you just didn't have time. Right. Like, yeah. Or money to spend on that. Like, yeah. You just, you just got a day off. Mm-hmm. And you, you made a meal probably with whatever you could get. Yeah. I think the, um, I think things changed a lot with industrialization. Yes. I have to say. My, that's my understanding as far as celebrating, like, and, or not celebrating. Yeah. Um, and that's changed. I mean, that's, that changed everything. It changed how, when we eat our meals and so, so yeah. many things. Certainly the idea of like working through a holiday and like not having as many holidays. Yes. Um, I th I feel like we've gotten fewer of them the longer we go. And I know that Europe like celebrates, like they, they get so many, they get vacations and they yeah, take, yeah. they do a lot of stuff. But as far as like, holidays that are recognized like internationally mm -hmm. um because often because they have a christian yes. obviously a christian root um there's not very many no like easter is a much bigger deal in australia than it is here that's yeah that's just fascinating to me uh like you get a whole four days off for easter mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i don't know if it's because we're becoming this country's becoming more secular and so we don't want it's like well we're not I gonna don't think that's give. it I think for Easter from my perspective it's more that the particular kinds of Christianity that you have here most prominently are not the ones that celebrate Easter as deeply mm. whereas what we have a lot of in Australia is Greek and Italian and Eastern European mm -hmm. populations mm -hmm. where Easter is a massive part yeah of yeah. The year. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. And a lot more Catholics as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, right. We have so many, so many sects of, of Protestantism. Yes. Whereas you have, you're talking about like Greek Orthodox. Greek um, Orthodox, a lot of Catholicism. Yeah. Probably some like Russian Orthodox type yeah. religions as well. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny because, yeah, we don't – I have never grown up with really big contingents of those sects of Christianity, and I know they are so different from what I think of. Like, yeah. growing up in a Protestant church, they're so different. Their garb is different. You know, their yes. iconography is different. It makes sense to me that they that they celebrate differently, different well, and holidays. I, I grew up Anglican, mm -hmm. which is basically Catholic light. Right. Um you can just get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> There's not as much Latin. No, there yeah. isn't. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's the vestments English. are very, very similar. A lot of it is very similar. Yeah. Um, and so Easter is a bigger deal. Also, it's just that uh, because Sunday is the day, you get Monday off because if a holiday lands on a weekend, you have to get a weekday off okay. to cover that. Yeah, so like if Christmas was on Saturday or Sunday, you mm -hmm. would get Monday off yeah. as well 
or we also have Boxing Day. Right. So you'd get extra days yeah. to cover if the if the holiday lands on a weekend mm-hmm. so that you get a weekday You get off, the, yeah. Which isn't really a thing here necessarily. Right, right. Also, like, Good Friday, like, everything is closed on Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, more things are closed on Good Friday than they are on Christmas in Australia. How interesting. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I was thinking about as far as Easter goes is, like, Easter should be the more celebrated holiday. I mean, the birth of Christ is 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 obviously very important, but like the to me, the, the, resurrection, the, the resurrection is the other really yes. big thing. <laughs> well, it is. It's really the two massive things. Yeah, <laughs> they should be celebrated equally. Yeah, but the difference is that Easter has Good Friday. Yeah, and it has Easter Sunday. Yeah, so it has the two and all of these other holidays in the lead up. Absolutely. Like yeah. So it's a That's, much bigger deal. Yeah, than it, it really is. is. It really is. Like it, it should be to me. It, it totally should be because born. That's an important event, but like the miracle of the resurrection yeah. is like the thing that is really ba- what the what the religion is based and in around. Europe, there that's a much bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was in Italy in June, mm-hmm. and there was a massive holiday, and we were like, "What is it?" And um, it was that. It's the actual end of Easter, which takes yeah. a lot longer than past, you know, Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like because it ha- it's the um, it's the day that he came out of the. It's the cave. day that I think he fully he goes back. Yeah, like because he he resurrects, but obviously he doesn't just hang out and live. Is for it the ascension, the day that yes. he ascends into yes. heaven? Yeah, yeah. Which is a while after Easter. Yes, yes. So the Easter period is ages. Is, yeah. Like. <laughs> but anyway, that's Easter. We're talking Christmas. Um, um, I just feel like I loved, I enjoyed this a lot. I'm trying to think about like what we've, I mean, we've really covered the, the base of the, it's a really what's lovely about movie. it. And it's so much fun to see them go to the North Pole. And yes, you get to see Santa's workshop and yes. all of the elves. And the elves are all really snarky. And like, <laughs> because they look like children, but they're actually they're very actually old. They're actually very old. Yeah. There's a great joke where Tim Allen says something nice about Judy. Mm-hmm. And Judy's like, thanks, but I'm seeing someone in rapping. Amazing Classic. joke. A class. Exactly. <laughs> and delivers it very. And I love that she makes him the hot chocolate and then he doesn't want to drink it and then he does and it's really good. It's and like the most amazing hot chocolate ever. Yeah, it's. And I think that's very sweet. Um, yeah. I love the reindeer in these movies. The reindeer are great. So funny. They're so expressive. I know. And They're so they cute. have so much personality. Yeah. And um, I love when he's like. He talks to Comet because yeah. Comet gets him something. Oh, the rope is a joke. Yeah, so cute. And he's like farty. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's even more great. farty in the second movie. It's <laughs> great. Because there aren't there aren't that many movies that really interact with Santa that much. Mm-hmm. Like there's ones where he's around, but there aren't that many where that it's like Santa is the thing. Yeah, that's a good point um, as well. That that's what makes this movie unique. It's often about someone who gets to meet Santa. Yes, but he is Santa is the main character, and he's yes. a mysterious figure. And and so we get to see the workshop, and we get to see the reindeer, and they're all characters and things mm-hmm. and. We get to see all of it. Yeah. Um, 
learning along with Santa Absolutely. as he does. I wish that this movie had had more Bernard in it. I think Bernard gets a bigger role he, in the second movie, yeah. but Bernard is such he a is fun... He is a classic character. Yeah. Um, yeah, he really, yeah. like, the knocked out of the park with... He didn't have to go as hard as he did. But, yeah, he's great. Uh, he's very, very funny. Good. Yeah. Um, trying to think if we didn't touch... If I'm trying to think of something we didn't touch on. Oh, I love the scene at the soccer, even though it ends very sadly. Yeah, when, where all the kids just start coming up. Yeah, yeah, and the little girl who sits on his lap and says she wants ballet slippers. is very, very cute. cute. It is sad when they... It's kind really of funny, though, the way that they just pull Charlie out of this soccer game. And they cut through the soccer game. Yeah, and they're yeah. all just like... And, and <laughs> Judge Reinhold is like, call me. Yeah, like, I know. Like, so making funny. a gesture. But also just like... It, it, it's funny to me how they pull him out like that, even though Scott is like, no, 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 I'll, I'll go. I like, know. Let him play his game. Poor Scott. And the kid's just like, what's happening? Why are we leaving? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, I get it. Like, that would be really weird. If your <laughs> ex-husband was acting like Santa. I love that he's like, the kids form their own line. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't do this. It's not yeah. me. Like, yeah, and that's, I think, what you say is, like, that's the cynical part of, but that is what, in the real world. Yeah. Be like, he's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he's Santa, all mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, and then... Yeah, it sort of ends. It's it's similar to Miracle on 34th Street in that aspect. That mm-hmm. it's like the cynical part is like this guy really thinks he's Santa. He must be crazy. Right. And it takes all of these people to be like, no, he is. Like, yeah. Um, this movie really is like a mashup of several other movies, it isn't is, it? It when, is. When you think about it, it's a mashup of a lot of early 90s Christmas and family movies. Yeah. Um, and then some the the... I would say the classic of Miracle on 34th Street, where it's like you have, well, you have to was, believe Well, but there was the remake. You're right. Same year, you're right. 94. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I think it was 94. So that was also back in the consciousness. Yeah. That it, same story. That's very interesting that, that that very, the remake of that very famous movie, and then this comes out. Like, I wonder if there was some kind of, Let's I don't see, know, when push that for come out? Christmas movies. It was also 1994. Um, okay, so same year is what you're telling me. This came out the the week after Santa Claus. I'll be damned. November 18th. Oh my God. Yeah, the Friday, the next Friday or whatever. Yeah, the next Friday this came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was clearly... Um, there was a lot, I guess, a, a need for more whimsical fantasy Christmas movies. Yeah, at the in that year, and they were both, I think, very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street wasn't as successful. It definitely gets airtime. It, it opened at number eight. Oh, it gets airtime now. Yeah, so actually, maybe it wasn't. Mara Wilson was in that. And yeah. she, w- I mean, Mara Wilson obviously had her heyday. That only has a 59% rating really? on Rotten Well, Rotten. it's really hard when you remake a movie. Like, people are, it's going to be. Whereas Santa Claus has 74%, and it was a massive hit. Yeah. It's I'm really 20, surprised. $22 million budget made hundred, almost $190 million. What is there so. to dislike about, like, truly, like, from what angle does this have a 74? It just doesn't seem like, it, should, mean, it should be closer guess, to 80 yeah, I guess. I'd probably give it about a seven and a half. Really? Yeah, it's I'd not, give it an it's eight. not an amazing movie. Uh, it's just, it's, it's so a, watchable. It's a solid, watchable movie. 
So, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I guess I understand. I mean, but again, it's like I, I would give it. I would probably give it a seven on a scale of of all movies. You know what I mean? Right. Or a six. But I'm not putting it on that of, scale. If you're putting it on a Christmas movie scale, yeah, definitely a solid eight. Yeah, um, that's kind of how I think. That's yeah. that's why I'm like surprised at how low it is. Because like I would put it with its its peers as as a family movie. Maybe it's closer. I think that's to that. what I said. Like in my list of Christmas movies that I watch every year, it's one of my earlier earlier ones. ones what are your later ones? What are your like? So my ones that I've tried to watch really close to Christmas are always Miracle on 34th Street. Mm-hmm. I usually watch the 90s one. The 40s one is very, very good. Mm-hmm. But I think I just like the stupid whimsy of the 90s. <laughs> that's when I grew up. So I watch the 90s that's one. Totally I watch fair. Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. I watch It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. And I watch The Grinch. I don't. I watch oh, both wow. the movie and the animated. Oh, the animated. I don't think the movie is good yeah. by any means, <laughs> but I just like to watch it. Have you watched the animated one? The, the, the new one? The new animated one. I have with, not like, seen that one. It's a Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, I haven't seen it. I wonder if it's it. good. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it this year. Yeah. I wasn't going to go to the cinema and pay to see good it. Good Lord. So no. $20? I might watch it this year. Yeah. Um, But. What? Yeah. Yeah, so I usually watch that. Earlier in the season, I'll watch Home Alone. Mm-hmm. I'll watch Santa Claus. Christmas, you're right. Christmas this is, Story. You're, this is a classic, but like a new classic. So like, yeah. it's not a Miracle on 34th. It's not It's a yeah. Wonderful Life. It's not a How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I do the like, Christmas. deep Christmas movies yeah. later. And then I usually watch Die Hard on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and then on Christmas, I don't tend to watch any Christmas movie. I don't. On sure. Christmas, I'm done with yeah. Christmas things. Yeah. Other than maybe playing some Christmas music, like while we're doing presents, absolutely. But otherwise, it's like you're right. It's like the run up. I mean, I mean, the day is to me the day is almost never as good as the run up to it. It's the same with Halloween. It just can't I be love as the good. actual day. Okay, but because because we do the same thing kind of every year. Sure, but um, but that's because it's to me Christmas is what Thanksgiving is here. Right. It's very our Christmas is very much about the food. Mm-hmm. And so I want that family all coming together yeah. we're gonna eat this amazing meal and mm-hmm. just graze all day and it's going to be incredible. Yeah. So that's my that's why on Christmas I don't want yeah. movies. That's mm-hmm. my run up. On yeah. Christmas I want to eat mm-hmm. and enjoy everyone's company yeah. and have a great time. You like, I've never watched a Christmas movie on Christmas in my whole life. No, I know a lot of people who do. Mm-hmm. But I'm that's not what I do. Yeah. Polar Express is another one I watch. Sure. But not that's not like an absolute must. Mm-hmm. Do you watch Elf? Uh, that's a, usually an earlier mm-hmm. one. I'll watch Elf. Um, so many. like, And then, you know, depending. I like to watch this version of A Christmas Carol from the 1930s. I love that Christmas Carol. It's the best. Yeah. Because anything from the 30s is just the most optimistic thing ever. Because <laughs> nobody wanted to go see a movie then and have it be bleak or cynical yeah. because everything was fucked. Mm-hmm. So everything is so happy. And I'm like, can we go back to this? Who's I the, um, miss this. The lead? His name is like Reginald something? Yes. Yes, it is. I can't remember. Reginald Owen? They, that is the, um, that has been... That's the truest Christmas Carol that they've put on film. I think is what they call that one. The one from the fifties, I think, is the closest to the book. <gasps> oh, but 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 I'm definitely thinking of the thirties one. But the fifties one adds in a few scenes that we don't need. Yeah, like the fifties one has the scene more where it's um, 
off he's seeing his death and there's people like selling all of his stuff yeah it has a lot more of that and i don't like the 50s one it's usually i'm thinking of the 50s one it's usually put up as this like really good one but i find it to be very slow and yeah the 30s one is really short right i know that i remember i remember it's like i think you're thinking of the right one i think i am too yeah it's it's very short it's only like an hour and 10 minutes or something Mm -hmm. um and yes an hour i know and scrooge like buys into everything immediately yes yes (laughs) yes there is no real having to convince yeah (laughs) ghost one he's in like um and everyone else is so happy yeah. and like tiny tim is the cutest mm-hmm. and yeah everyone is just like oh yeah oh my god like and it's really cool to watch as an artifact of like there's so much i remember when the um the family eats at like what they're eating is so mm-hmm. interesting to look at like they're having what they like a goose and chestnuts yeah and yeah. like the dad buys yeah, all of this stuff that now seems so cheap to right, us. Right, right. But, but was, to them was just like, wow. God, they, they get something. Maybe it's the chestnuts. There's a whole thing about them going to check on the... Do you remember this? Yes. I think, is it the pudding? Yeah. See, that's something I can relate to. Okay. Because the Christmas pudding takes a very long time. Okay, got it. It's a, it's a boiled, like, steamed pudding. Yeah. And you... The, the traditional one that, like, my grandmother would make, mm-hmm. which we don't tend to do as much anymore because it's such... Because it's such it's a, a thing to yeah, make. Yeah, yeah. But it, you cook it for, like, eight hours. Like, so... That's the impression I got is that it's been all day. So they or ha- since they're, yesterday. They're making the pudding all day, probably since yesterday, too. Yeah, yeah. It's sitting there all day being steamed and cooked. Okay. And then you bring it out yeah. and have it. So you can smell it all day. And that scent just like wafts through the mm-hmm. kitchen, and it's a very rich, yeah, fruit cake, which I didn't really like when I was younger, partly because you put brandy on it and burn the brandy, right? Off. <laughs> but as a kid, there's still a bit of a brandy taste that I didn't very like intense. Then, but yeah. now as an adult, I'm like brandy it's is lovely. Is the taste of Christmas, right? To me. Yeah, like, yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, so there's like that, and then yeah, I think it's also they're cooking up the chestnuts, and so it smells like chestnuts, and mm-hmm. and then they have all the goose and mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah, it's mm-hmm. just like if you want a real shot of positivity, <laughs> watch that one. <laughs> that is one that yeah, I I love to watch. Yeah, that it one. that is right. It's about it's so much. Scrooge goes so quickly to like, oh my god, I fucked up everything immediately. <laughs> as soon as he sees his young self and his sister in that, yeah. he's like, what have I done? Yeah, I'm not this kid anymore. Yeah, which is nice because you're used to it. Him being it taking the very last one when he sees these yes. dead and finally being like, oh no. Can you not be a dick for three seconds? Yeah. Um. So I, it just lacks cynicism. Yeah, I remember in the book, I can't. I remember watching the '30s one, and I was surprised at how they. I think they represent the first spirit fairly accurately because in the book it's a androgynous like like flame. Right. And I think in the movie it is fairly accurate yeah. to that um that that's my memory. It's like it I was it's a child exactly. it's a child looking yes. thing that is neither a boy nor a girl yeah. and it has a flame like coming out of its head or something. I mean yeah. very like vaguely biblical I yeah. would say. <laughs> Whereas, whereas, funnily enough, the second spirit is very pagan. Yes, um, he is. in his uh, dress, and and that one is quite accurate as well. Yeah, yeah, I but remember he keeps that forgetting one. Forgetting things because he's of the present, and mm-hmm. so he doesn't remember the past. Yeah, 
so he keeps forgetting what he's been doing yeah and stuff. yeah and then the the last one is very scary very scary doesn't yeah. say anything doesn't say anything yeah just points and just points <laughs> like it and has children under its no the second spirit has the children under its Does robes he? I always think that's it's the so third creepy. spirit. It's the it's none the of the movies spirit. have done that. <laughs> it's the, like the last thing he does because he's been jocular, and then at the very end yeah. of his stay, he's had these children under his robes the whole time. I mean, the thirties one is old enough that there's still a connection to the Victorian times, but mm-hmm. whereas the further along you get, the yeah farther away from that that's why i feel like the um the the cooking scene and the watching the family interact mm-hmm. feels so i mean it's wonderful to they're they're such a lovely family to watch yeah. but it feels very accurate because yeah. people alive at that time would have had would some still memory have remembered that yes yeah. exactly um, yeah yeah it would have only been 60 it would have been almost 100 years ago uh, would have been ninety years. Ninety years, then. yeah. But you know, twenty or thirty years after wouldn't have changed very much, right? Right. Like, yeah. In that time, mm-hmm. so you would have remembered that type of thing, yeah. pretty well. Wow. So a Christmas story is two hundred years old, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Come pretty much. Yeah, it's like a hundred and what's one hundred and eighty years old. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Look. So it's yeah. uh. It's pretty old. Mm-hmm. Well, we took this opportunity to talk about a lot of Christmas things. And yeah, not just... we've covered many yeah. things, <laughs> Christmas stuff in general. Um, um, yeah. That's... Well. I recommend, our... I recommend the movie. Our question <laughs> is always, watched. do we want this tea? And yeah. Yeah. I, I watch it every year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a thing that I want it as much as, you know, I just... It's such a lovely, it's, um, I guess like, what's one of your favorite moments? I know that's, I just don't, I just, I, I, think. I can't even begin to identify, um, when, he, okay. When I love it as much as, uh, I want it as much as when he's being interrogated oh, <laughs> in like, the police. Yeah. <laughs> that, that part is very funny. Like, it's very, he's just fucking with them. Yeah. Everything um, that happens after he knows he's Santa is after he so fully much commits fun. to being Santa. Yes, is, is and very the flame retardant. I was just double up the flame retardant, um, like long underwear that he yes. has. I think I like it as much as when Neil finally gets his weenie whistle Aww. and like goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's really funny. Judge Reinhold is really funny, and, and it, when like, he's just like Santa, yeah, <laughs> and he's losing his mind. Yeah. He's like. Um, he's bringing us into his delusion. Yeah, yeah. When um, and she's just like Neil, I'll explain it to you. When later. Bernard disappears and he he's Where'd holding he the pita pocket Where'd, and he does yeah. he's looking around for him. And then the other very 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 sweet thing is where the he um, drinks the soy milk and the girl remembered that he was like lactose intolerant. Thing. Thank you for remembering. Yeah, so cute. That one is very cute. He's so mean to her. When... He's so mean. <laughs> and he's she's much so tough. nice. Yeah, the fact that she tried even brought like, yeah that would make me stop believing that she in wanted to sleep downstairs again yeah like, exactly Ah, <laughs> uh, that's so cute i would have been like santa is terrible so, yeah santa's really i don't mean. like santa anymore he looks like, like he yeah it doesn't even look like santa doesn't even look know? like santa mm-hmm. like yeah. what a jip <laughs> all right we did it merry christmas to all hold yes. on <laughs> <laughs> and to all 
You Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. You son of a bitch. Whatever you. you're whatever you're celebrating. Whatever, yeah. We hope you have a great time. Mm-hmm. Eat some good food. Yep. And drink some good wine. Wow, we just made a rhyme. Wow. Oh my god. All um right. Yeah. As always, follow us in all the usual places <laughs> and uh, tell your friends. Yep. And um, ha- Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to Hope. all, a good night. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. All right. <laughs>